Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525 are you ready for the word praising this is pastor pearson of word of faith christian center here in sunny san antonio texas bible believing bible teaching church where jesus christ is lord and you'll never be bored i want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and i pray it's being a blessing to you and yours so sit back and relax as i bring a message from the word of god just for you But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that I hope is being a blessing to all of you. It's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. Brothers and sisters, our God desires to have an intimate relationship with us, his children. That's one of the reasons why he sent Jesus to Calvary's tree, to make that opportunity available to you and me. But unfortunately, although that the opportunity is there, most Christians never get there. That is, they don't have and enjoy an intimate relationship with God. The good news is that there are pathways that we can take to increase our intimacy with God. Each and every one of us should want to know what those pathways are so that we can take them so that we can have and enjoy increased intimacy with the God who loves you and me. Then we can experience the life that he wants lived by you and me. So, without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Amen. Amen, amen. Come on, get two, three, four, four, five, five around you. Tell them it's time to be blessed up in the house of God today. Come on, get two, three, four, four, five, five around you and tell them to have an ear to hear what the Lord's about to say. And I'm telling you, y'all about to get blessed up in here, up in here, up in here. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Amen. I said amen. Praise God. Y'all about to get blessed up in here. Praise God. I'm blessed already. Praise God. Amen. I'm excited about it. Praise God. I'm telling you, it's about to fall. Praise God. Might happen today. Praise God. But in the meantime, let me just go and talk about what I'm supposed to talk about today. Hallelujah. We've been talking about pathways to increase intimacy with God. <laughs> pathways to increase intimacy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Woo. We're talking about pathways to increase. It's going to happen too. <laughs> and I'm excited about it. Praise God. It's going to change. It's going to change some things. Praise God. Woo! We're talking about pathways of increased intimacy. It's hot up in here. Praise God. (laughs) Pathways to increase intimacy with God. Matthew chapter 3, if you would please. Hallelujah. It's getting closer. Praise God. I can feel it getting closer. Praise God. I can feel it getting closer. You know, like when an 18-wheeler coming, you can feel it rumbling. (laughs) Especially when it's packing a lot of stuff. I can feel it coming. Praise God. 
My God, I can feel it coming. Matthew chapter 3, though. We're going to work on that for right now. Matthew chapter 3. We'll start reading the verse 13. This is the foundational text of what we've been talking about. You already know that, praise God. Matthew chapter 3, verse 13. It reads this way. It says, Then come of Jesus from Galilee to Jordan unto John to be baptized of him. But John forbade him, saying, Man, I have need to be baptized of thee. It cometh down to me. Jesus answered and said unto him, Suffer to be so now, for thus it becometh us to fulfill all righteousness. East side of Detroit say, Just do what I said, do, boy. Then he suffered him, which East side of Detroit say he did it. And Jesus, when he shut up and did it, excuse me, I don't, I don't, yeah, he shut up and did it. Because a lot of us, we get in the way of what God's trying to do. With all our talking and all our thinking and all our figuring about what it should be and what, what, what should happen in a situation. No, just shut up and just do what God said to do. I can give you the more theologically exciting praise God, but basically just shut up and do what he said to do. Because God already figured it out. He already thunk it up. He already got it all worked out from the front to the back. He already got it worked out. When God comes and tells you what to do, all you got to do is just do what he said to do. He already got it worked out. He don't tell you to do something and then figure it out along the way. He ain't like us. We go, we go make moves and figure it out later. You know how we move to an area, don't even know where the church is? You know, you know. God ain't like us. Praise God. God got everything already figured out. So by the time he tell you to do something, it's already worked out. I said, it's already worked out. So don't waste no gray matter. Don't waste no time trying to figure out what to do with your little bitty mind. All you need to do is just do what God said do, and he's already got everything worked out for you. Because if you get to figure and then start trying to figure out what to do, then you're going to make a mistake and do something other than what God said do. Or do it in a way other than what he said to do and cause more sorrow and problems to be able to happen in your tomorrow. But that's not necessary. Just do what he said do, and God's going to come through. Look at your neighbor said, I don't think you're listening to him. He said, do what he said, do. Amen. Just do what he said, do. Don't try to figure it out. Don't try to figure it out. Just do what he said, do. You're thinking too much. Praise God. There's a time for thinking, and there's a time just to do what he said, do. Turn to Jeremiah chapter 11. Let's dive on into this day stuff. Praise God. Because y'all thinking too much. I can feel y'all up in here. You're even trying to think, what part am I talking about over your life right now? <laughs> the part where you ain't doing what he said, do. Jeremiah chapter 29. Or that might come that way for you later on down the line when he begins to start talking to you about what to do. Jeremiah 20, 29. We've been learning over the last few weeks and stuff that prayer is the pathway of intimacy with God. We've learned, praise God, that when God delivered us, that he delivered us from Satan's grasp so that we can do the will of God in our lives and for our lives. That when he delivered us from Satan's grasp, it was to be able to do the will of God for our lives. Because he before ordained us to do things, Satan came and got us going in another direction and, and got us uh, uh, um, doing something other than what we're supposed to do. But thank God that he came and not only restored us back to the Father, but he's going to restore us back to doing what we was originally put on this earth to do. Because we were before ordained to be able to do these things, praise God, a long time ago. We found out, praise God, in the book of Titus, second chapter, that when we got born again and when we got snatched out of darkness, it was so that we could be a peculiar people, praise God, who would have opportunity to be zealous to do good works. Hallelujah. To be filled and inspired 
with intense enthusiasm and fervent, and fervent desire to do what God said do. Eager to do it, enthusiastic to do it, and fervent to do it. Praise God. And that is every good work that God before ordained us to do. Beneficial work, not just to me, but to others too. And we found out, praise God, that God desires us to do this. This is his pleasure. This is his determination because God created us for his pleasure. We found out that the word pleasure means determination, that God has determined what it is he asked for us to do. And we found out that it also means purpose because God's got a purpose for me and you. But it's important for us to understand that and quit trying to act like we our own person because we found out in Psalms number 100 that we are the sheep of his pasture. That God, it was God that made us. We didn't make ourselves. That he, we are the sheep of his pasture. And the sheep follow the voice of the shepherd. The fee, sheep follow the voice of the shepherd. It's only the goats that don't. But the sheep follow the, the vo- voice of the shepherd. It's just the goats that don't. Are you listening to me? Praise God. Look at your neighbor and say, which is you. Amen. It's the sheep that follow his voice. It's the goats that don't. Praise God. We ain't no goats. We ain't no billy goats. We, 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 we the ones that's going to do what God said. Do. We ain't all stubborn, praise God. And like pull him back and, 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 and won't go in the direction we being led. Shaking our head about no, no, no. We do what God said do. Because we found out we are God's sheep and we know his voice. And the voice of a stranger we ain't following. We're going to go in the direction he told us to. We're going to follow his voice and do what he told us to because he already has green pastures waiting on me and you. And we found out last time when we closed up, praise God, that the life that God asked for you is, is out cold life. It's better than any life that you've got already. It's better than life that you already are headed toward. It's better than anything that you ever imagined. But God said you'll never receive the life that he has in store for you until you drop the life that you already got. And that's, where, that's the hard part right there. That's where a lot of folk get stuck right there because they're so, they, they, they so into their lives and, and, and everything that, that, that they can't do what God says do. But that's other folk. That's not you. Because we found out in the Amplified version said, whosoever find his lower life will lose it. When you finally figure, that, figure out that's a lower life that you're hanging on to, you'll go ahead and let that sucker go. Hallelujah. And whosoever loses his lower life, on my account, God said, we'll find it. Talking about the higher life. There's a higher life waiting on you. And it's attached to what he has for you to do. It's a higher life waiting on you. And it's attached to you doing what it is he's got for you to do. We're in Jeremiah chapter 29. Come on, get ready to hear the word of the Lord at this time. I'm telling you, it's going to be a blessing to you. Because we intimate sons of God have been invited by God into the place where our purpose can be determined. That's what prayer is. It's an opportunity for you to get so connected to God that he'll begin to start unfolding some things to you, showing some things to you, sharing some things with you. Why? Because you demonstrated your closeness to him. Now he's about to show some stuff to you. You don't share everybody your secrets right off the bat. Praise God. You don't meet nobody and then just start opening up your mouth and have diarrhea of the lips and start talking and stuff like that and sharing with them all the intimate stuff. You don't do that. They got to be around for a while. They got to be around for a while. And see, all of y'all want God to share you all the stuff right off the bat. No, stick around for a while. And then he'll show you some things. But oh, when he show you some things. Jeremiah chapter 29. We'll start reading in verse 11. See, we who are intimate sons need to learn to take advantage of our increased intimacy with God. 
and the advantages that our increased intimacy provides us by calling upon him instead of everybody else. Calling upon him instead of everybody else. Verse 11, it reads. Here's why we want to call on him. He said, for I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. God says, I want to give you an expected end. An expected end. The literal Hebrew says an end and an expectation. An end and an expectation. God wants to get you to an end. and an, He wants to give you an end and an expectation. But you'll never get it until you find out what he thinks about it and what he says about it. Because it wouldn't be one that you would normally go toward. And it flat out ain't one that Satan would lead you toward. Because he's always going to lead you in the opposite direction of what God has in store for you. You don't believe me? Ask a guy named Jonah. Praise God that when God told him, I need you to go to Nineveh, he jumped his butt on the boat and tried to go in the opposite direction. Praise God. <laughs> End up being fish food. Praise God. Amen. Amen. <laughs> but God bought him a big, scaly, slimy taxi cab to get him back to where he's supposed to get to. Praise God. So when he finally got in the will of God, he poof, spit him back up on shore right where he was. He, he, he could have went there clean, but now he's going there all, all, all funky. Praise God. <laughs> But whether you're clean or funky, just get there. Praise God. Just get there. He says, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you. This is why God is inviting us to draw near to him. Because he knows the thoughts that he thinks towards us, saith the Lord. That word thoughts right there abstractly means intentions or plans. Intentions or plans. God has an intention for you. God has a plan for you. I like that. God has an intention for you. Which means that there's something that he already has in mind about you. Something that he already has for you. He already knows what it is he wants to do. It's an intention and it's a plan. It's the plan that he thinks about you. It's the intention that he thinks about you. It's the thoughts that he thinks about you. That word think right there means to plait or interpenetrate. Literally, it means to weave. It means to plait or interpenetrate. Literally, it means to weave. Which means God has a woven plan for you. He has a tapestry that's built just for you. He has something that's set up just for you that he wove, that he put together, that he brought together just, not just tightly and nicely so that it can be able to fit together perfectly to be able to get you what he has in store for you and do what it is he wants to do. See, God's plan ain't a loose plan. It's a tight plan. God's plan is not a loose plan. It's a tight plan. A lot of us plan to do something, and we ain't got a clue on how we're going to do it. But God not only got a plan for you, but he already know how to do it. He already know everything along the way. He know everything about you and what it is he's going to have for you on a given day. Now the question is, is will you cooperate with the plan? Because if you cooperate with the plan, you'll be able to be God's woman and man that's going to fulfill what he has in store for you to do. I remember, I remember, I remember when I go back in my history, I, I think back at all the things that God was interweaving together in order to be able to make sure I was ready for what he had in store for me. Did I cooperate with all of it? No, 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 just like you. I didn't do it either. Praise God. But I cooperated with enough to get me here. Praise God. Eventually, praise God, but I didn't cooperate with it before. I'll give you a good, I'll give you a good example. I remember, I remember, I remember, I, 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 uh, was walking past the class back when you could choose your electives in school. Praise God. I, I was walking past the class when you could choose your elective in school. And I walked past one class and looked in, and I was like, well, what, what, what's, why this class got all these cuties up in here? And so I'm, I'm going way back. I'm going way back now. 
junior high school. Praise God. Amen. Nowhere near saved. Praise God. And so I'm, I'm, I'm walking past, and I see all the cuties up in this one class. And I'm like, my gosh. I didn't say God because I didn't say that back then. I'm, my gosh. You know. And, 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 and I looked in and saw all these pretty girls up in there and stuff like that. And so I went back and asked the counselor, what class is that? And they said Spanish. I said, see. <laughs> so I went ahead and took it. Praise God. And I went ahead and took it. And began to start learning the basis of Spanish and stuff like that. Hallelujah. And then the cutest ones knew it well. So that inspired a brother to be able to learn it well and begin to start learning the language. It's a deep concept, begin to start learning the language. Why? I didn't know why. I just thought because I was going to want to get close to somebody. A lot of somebody's, praise God. There's a lot of them up in there. But I found out that wasn't the reason why after I laid on down the line. Because God had a plan intricately woven together to be able to equip me to be able to speak an entire message in Spanish. Did I take advantage of it? No. Because after I got the phone numbers I wanted, I dropped Spanish. Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. After I, I went to the places and did the stuff I wanted to do, it was, I thought that was my reason for why, what I do. But if I would have checked with God a long time ago, I would have understood why it is he'd had me taking that. And I would have did what he told me to do. And then I would have been able to stand here and speak to you all about what God is in Spanish like I'm supposed to. But somebody said we can catch up. Because anytime you mess up and do something outside of what God says do, don't worry. God is sitting outside of time, and he can be able to get you caught back up into what you're supposed to do. That's why I declare in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, before I leave this earth, I'm going to be able to speak full messages in Spanish and stuff like that. And I'm going to be able to do it in hood, too. Praise God. Barrio. Is anybody hearing me up here? I'm I'm, I'm going to be able to do it. I'm going to be able to do it because I was supposed to do it. It was already ordained. It was a part of what I was put together to be able to do. To be able to step into what God has in store for me to do. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Hallelujah. I like that. See, God's got a, something that he's thinking to about you. See, the thoughts that God has planned for us are plans, he said, of peace and not of evil. I like that. He give it to you from both angles. He said, I got thoughts of peace for you. But then he comes back right after that and says, and not of evil. Peace and not of evil. So he can cover it on both ends, sandwich it in the middle, let you know that all I got is for you is good. I ain't got nothing. See, that's good to know. Because a lot of people, when it comes time to do the will of God for their lives and begin to start approaching the will of God for their lives, Satan has successfully caused you to think that it's a negative. But it's not a negative. It's a positive. He caused you, caused you to think that you're going to lose. No, that's when you gain. But Satan has trained us to be able to think the opposite of what we're supposed to think and do the opposite of what we're supposed to do. So do we do that? So that the thoughts will be good. Not of evil. See, the plan that God had for me, just like the plan God had for you, was a thought of peace and not of evil. Where nothing missing, nothing broken, everything's intact and tired. I wouldn't even have to perspire because I'm designed and created to do what it is that God's called me to do. I don't have to strain and struggle to do what it is I'm called to do because this is just what I was designed to do. Does that make sense? Hallelujah. I like that. Hallelujah. Hey, man, God, God's got peace in store for you. But Satan has tried to work it to be able to make it seem like it's the opposite. That's like going back in my history. I did. You gave you that one. Let me give you this one, too. Going back into my history, Satan successfully showed me enough negative things about the church, enough negative things about the uh, people of God, and enough negative things about the ministry that I would never desire it. 
to the point that I, I hated ministers, didn't like ministers, didn't want to have nothing to do with ministers. Only reason why I went to church is either because my mama invited me to, praise God, because she was a church woman, so I'd go because she wanted me to. Otherwise, I wasn't going to the movie, praise God, you know, because if you didn't go to church, you didn't go to the movie. Bless God. I like the movies, praise God. So I went to church, praise God. And plus that, I love my mama too. And so if she go, I go. You know, that ain't no big deal to me, praise God. But I ain't going to pay attention because my daddy didn't pay attention. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. So I, I, but I'm going to dress up. I like to dress up. So I go up in there, praise God. Get all suited up, knotted up, and going up in there with her, praise God. And they get all excited because your son's up in here with you, praise God. But I wasn't paying no attention to nothing. It's going on. I'm looking for another cutie, praise God. <laughs> Y'all know nothing about what I'm talking about, praise God. I was not interested, praise God, about what was being spoken. Hallelujah. Songs was all right, praise God. Nice beat. I give him 87, praise God. But, but that, that, that's all it was about, praise God. But he had showed me enough negative. Why? Because he knew I was supposed to go into ministry. So he turned me away from ministry so I would think negative about it. So that I would think that it's, it ain't peace, it's, it's bad. I remember, I, remember, I remember when this lady prophesied over me and told me by a certain age I was going to be a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I remember I looked at her and said, Chick, you better go get you some Windex for your crystal ball because you tripping. Ain't no way I'm going to be no minister. I don't even like ministers. What the heck are you talking about being a minister? Chick, I said, I know you don't expect me to pay for that. You know, I'm out of here. Let me, who sent me up here to talk to this fool? Found out later on down the line that that was the call on my life. Praise God. And guess what? By the age she spoke, I became a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Because it wasn't her speaking, it was God speaking. God said, I know the thoughts that I think towards you. They're thoughts of good and not of evil. One translation says good. This one right here says peace. That word peace right there means safety. See, the thought God has towards you is a thought of something that's safe. It's not dangerous. It's not dangerous. See, a lot of us think it's dangerous to follow the will of God. It's, it's going to put my life in jeopardy, put my, put my family in jeopardy. It's going to put everything in jeopardy. You're being lied to. God said the thoughts I think towards you are peace, not of evil. Peace. Figuratively, that word peace means well, happy, and friendly. The thoughts God had towards you are friendly. They're not, he's not an adversary. They're happy thoughts. Happy thoughts. Everything's going to be well with you when you do what God says do. I know you don't worked out how to work this thing out for yourself and you think you're successful at it, but God said, no, do what I say do, and everything's going to be well with you. Abstractly, it means welfare. Not that you're going to be on welfare, but everything's going to be good for you. Is anybody hearing me up in here? That is health and prosperity. Health and prosperity. You want a good life? Follow the life that God has in store for you. You want everything to go out well, well, go well with you? Do what God's got for you to do. Because let me teach you a little something, something right here. There is no place, better place to be than smack dab in the middle of God's will. There's never any place better to be than smack dab in the middle of God's will. Because when you're in the will of God, you're in a place of peace. And God will make sure everything works out well for you. That's why you don't look at how much stuff you got. You don't look at that. You look at whether you're in the middle of God's will. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. Brothers and sisters, 
I hope that you're learning that God really has opened doors of opportunity for you and me to have a closer, more intimate relationship with him. A door of opportunity that he opened so that it could be walked through by me and you. A door of opportunity that we'll be so glad we walked through when we do. Into a closer, more intimate relationship with God. So that we can receive and achieve everything that God wants experienced and enjoyed by me and you. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'd be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. And to all the business people and aspiring Christian business people in San Antonio surrounding areas, we have something for you to do. We invite all the Christian business people and aspiring Christian business people in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our early morning summit meeting of the Anointed to Prosper Christmas Business Person Fellowship Saturday morning. It's an early morning breakfast fellowship that's held from 7 to 9 in the morning on the first Saturday of every month where many of the Christian business people and aspiring Christian business people in San Antonio and surrounding areas come together to fellowship and network together as well as to receive a powerful word from God that will help them to be the successful business people that God has called them to be. 2 Chronicles chapter 29, verse 20 says, Then Hezekiah the king rose early and gathered the rulers of the city and went to the house of the Lord. Don't miss this awesome opportunity to fellowship and network at this inspiring and informative meeting of the ministers of the marketplace. There is no charge for the free will offering will be taken. So come on through. I guarantee that you'll be blessed when you do. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow.